Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Hello, hello, good afternoon, welcome. Welcome to a new edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, Vidal CFO Espinosa. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're really grateful that you are uh, with us this Friday, this Friday afternoon, uh, end of the sort of work week. And uh, what a week. It's been an amazing week, a lot of uh, learning, a lot of uh, working, a lot of uh, new ideas, new projects, new clients as well. we have had a very, very busy uh, Friday afternoon after our, our seminar yesterday, our webinar. Uh, we've been on the phone answering questions, helping those people that attended the webinar and that earned a 30-minute consultation with us. And uh, it's very clear that most of us want to migrate into the United States, either with our business, for our business, or just for ourselves. So it's it's very interesting uh, that a lot of people continue looking into the United States for their growth, um, for their business growth. And I'm going to give you a couple of ideas here because actually having a business in the United States, it helps a lot with your perception when it comes to your clients and vendors. Having a established business or a business established in any part of the United States, it actually opens up a a huge opportunity for different markets. the perception that the clients have as the oh you're in the U.S. you're big, or uh, oh that that's a very uh, serious business that that you have and the ability goes up. The perception it's amazing because you are in the U.S.A. in the market in the U.S.A. which is seen as one of the hardest and most competitive. business atmospheres that exist in the world. Um, And also the perception with your vendors is that, holy shit, things are done more straight, more legal in the US than any other part in the world. And uh, you have more credibility. So that's a huge, huge step for your company. If you're in the U in Mexico, Latin America, any other part of the world you visit us from, um, it's actually a very good um, marketing strategy, sell strategy, and overall a great business strategy to be in the U.S. market. It actually gives you, it opens your vision humongously. It actually makes you think and see, holy shit, Things are done so differently in, unfortunately, in first world countries 
compared to other countries. And I'm going to give you an example compared to Mexico, compared to Chile, compared to Guatemala, Belize, where governments are focused on taxation, on controlling the income, the revenue, the profits from the Mexican companies or the Latin America countries that they want their share versus in the US, which is more of a trust uh, system. Don't get me wrong. The government in the United States, they're always after your money as well. Every company, every government in the world, it's after your money. It's taxes, right? But it's different. It's they let you work. They give you the opportunity to work. Uh, there's not so much red tape as any country because they want the economy to bloom. And I'm talking about certain states and I'm talking about in general with the federal government and, and things like that. Each state is different. And uh, it's up to your advisor to tell you how to do it. Uh, I was on a call on one of those calls this morning and it's clear that some of you have been doing some some homework okay because not everything that it's on google not everything that it's on the internet it's true okay and we have to start i don't know if the word is educating but we have to start learning how to segregate the truth from the 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 fake newses and unfortunately when you've read so much online and the advisor tells you otherwise you immediately go on the defense and you take a hundred percent for sure what's online for instance when it comes to taxes meals and entertainment well now meals meals are deductible in the united states yeah but to a percentage no 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 online it says that meals are 100 deductible well it's not true meals are not 100 deductible just in certain cases meals are deductible 50 80 or 100 percent no 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 google says differently now all the clothes that i buy for me are 100 percent deductible through the company no they're not no, no 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 that's not what google says that's not what my compadre that it's doing that said to me well your compadre when he gets audited he's going to have to pay taxes. And if the agent from the Internal Revenue Service, it's having an off day, he can even go to prison for tax evasion. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Well, every in every country in the world, the alleging that you did not know the law, it's not it's not a reason to not apply or utilize the law. So beware, people, beware. Uh, one of the nuggets 
that I gave out yesterday and that I'm going to give out today for you uh, because it's Friday. Why not? Whenever you're going to open a business in any any country other than yours, don't try to do things or don't try to assimilate everything to the way you do business in your own country. It's completely different. The banking system, the taxation, the, the corporate environment, everything is different. And don't try to uh, uh, imitate or say, oh, it's equal to this. No, it's not. Completely different. Completely different. The banking industry or the system in the U.S. compared to Mexico, it's night and day. Night and day. It does not compare at all. Even the way we pay vendors, it's completely different. Completely different. We can pay them with cash, check, credit card, money order, a lot of things. When in Mexico, you have to pay them with a credit card or a wire transfer, not here in the US. You can pay them with a wire transfer if it's going to cost you a lot of money. Not in Mexico, they're almost free. But there's a lot of ways and a lot of things that you need to know if you want to do it on your own. But if you if you are willing to grow your business, then get an advisor. It's all in your mindset. Okay. Advisors, we are not expensive. We are not expensive. The problem is that you don't assimilate the value or the cost because you've been doing it yourself and in your mind yourself it's free when it's not right yourself it's not free every minute every hour every day that you spend on tasks like researching on how to open your own company in the united states how to do your own accounting how to do your own banking how to do your own marketing how to do your certain things then that's costing you in revenue, in revenue, meaning those are times that you have not sold, not selling, not selling, not selling at all. And if you don't sell, you actually cannot afford an attorney, an HR person, an accountant, a, a marketing person, a virtual assistant, a personal assistant, people that help you in the business because you're not selling. You're focusing or focusing on tedious tasks that are not giving you money to employ, hire advisors, consultants, or support. And that brings me into today's topic. To finalize today's week, when we, we spoke about the market, the industry, Are you staying current? <laughs> Are you staying current? We as accountants, we have to certify ourselves or finish X number of study hours. And it's not just on one topic. It's all across the board because we have to be current on regulations, taxes, certain laws, uh, 
accounting principles, uh, newsletters, when it comes to the accounting regulations, taxes, tax codes, tax regulations, federal, state, business, ethics, ethics. I've been talking a lot about ethics lately because um, uh, we had an incident. And let me tell you one thing. When people don't get their way, when you go against what they are crying or seeking without the proper channels or without reasoning, you immediately become enemy because they're not getting their way, first of all. Second, because you're unethical. You are not being ethical by denying my request. That's not unethical. Trust me, that is not unethical. When you don't get your way, there's a reason. Either you didn't know to ask, either you're getting a no because it's a no. So are you keeping current in the changes in your industry? Now, if you're not keeping current in the changes in the industry and you're providing a service, you're actually being unethical to your clients because you're providing incorrect or out-of-date information, advice, right? So the 21st century, Mark, is highly competitive. And in order for your business to survive, let alone thrive, it must stay ahead of the curve when it comes to strategies, trends, and new technology. What happened on March? What happened the last 10 day of March and all the way up to today so far? Were you up to date currently in the general overall technology so you can actually take your office and multiply your office among all your employees so they can go and work from home? Were you capable of getting all the information from your clients, segregated and separated, or maybe have it in just one place? So everybody that's working in every home were able to access that information? Were you current in HR regulations when it comes to having home offices? multiple multiple employees all over serving other clients all over the world were you up to date in that new in that technology did you have to learn or figure it out a way on implement skype zoom any method to to communicate with your clients virtually online were you able to migrate or transfer your phone calls to a cell phone because obviously in our offices we had uh, plugged in telephones. Are you willing to dedicate hours so you can become you you can be update up to date on trends? I'm just gonna give I'm just gonna give you two examples. 
you've probably heard of a little, little, little store called J.C. Penny. They had been struggling for years. And where are they right now? Let alone Sears. Sears, it's disappearing from the face of the United States of America. A catalog company. They did not <coughs> uh, um, turn the page in their catalog and became online. Their online presence was almost non-existent. They thought that because they were seers, they were going to survive. What happened? Amazon, it's a catalog store. Just look at it. They started it with books. J uh, Sears and JCPenney had the opportunity to compete against the thriving technology and the market with Amazon. And what happened? Oh, no, no, no. We are JCPenney. We are Sears. No need for that. Where are they? They're bankrupt, but truly bankrupt. There's only a miracle might, might save them. Are they worth saving though? That's a different topic. Is your business old and needs some freshing, freshing things to connect with your customers? Maybe you, your business is not old. Maybe you have old ways of thinking. Have you analyzed that? That's the way my dad did it, so I'm going to do it that way because he was successful. Well, my dad did it a certain way, and he was really successful. But not just because he utilized those, uh, those approaches, those marketing things, uh, or industry. I'm not going to do it. It's new eras. Maybe I can modernize those approaches and implement the basics. Hmm. Why hasn't Napoleon Hill gone out of date? Because their principles, their basic business principles that can actually be applied to current in every era. They don't need modernization. They're basic principles. Now, everything else from there, it's it's the cherry on the on the on the ice cream, and uh, you need to modernize it. So here are five steps to upgrade your business, whether it's new, middle age, or old. Okay. So the first, the very, very, very first thing to do is ask customers what's important to them. You're gonna hear some hard answers. Be prepared. Be prepared to after you hang up that call you go and cry your guts out because if you are willing to listen and if you're willing to learn and if you're willing to grow you're going to ask them to tell you the truth and like uh, uh on the movie i don't remember the name of the movie but you can't handle the truth as nicholas uh 
what's his name? Jesus, help me here. Um, I think it was um, a few good men, and uh, I don't remember the name. I just remember his name. I don't remember his last name. You can't handle the truth, and if you can't handle the truth, you can't grow. Talk with your existing customers. Don't just assume that everything is fine. Pick up the phone. Don't send them an email. Pick up the phone or schedule a Zoom call with them, a lunch with them, a coffee with them, and face-to-face, -face, people, face-to-face. -face. You know what's that, what is that going to do also? Credibility. It's going to buy you some major brownie points with your clients. Ask them, what can I do better for you? His name is Nicholas uh, Jack Nicholson. You can handle the truth. And that's true. So what can I do better for you? Ask them. In today's environment, they may have total change priorities. Period. So, so just ask ask they will they will tell you number two differentiate your business even if you are in old even if you're in an old age industry you can differentiate it you can it's all up here and the problem is that we tend to create a problem from nothing. And let me tell you one. Let me, this, is, this is very simple. We overcomplicate everything. And nothing, it's complicated. It's as complicated and as convoluted as you wanted it to make it. How easy is to go back to the number one and simply dial the number of your client and call them. Oh, no. What is he going to think? Oh, no. He probably is busy. Oh, he's not expecting my call. Oh, I need to schedule the call. Oh, I'm too busy right now. You see how complicated it is it for you? I can actually just pick up the phone and dial any client right now and ask them, hey, can you help me out? Yes. Okay. So what about this and this and this and this and that? It's as complicated as you want to make it. It's not difficult. So when it comes to differentiating your business, we overcomplicate things. What did Sapos did to an old industry of selling shoes? For each shoe, we'll give you one. We'll give one to, to, to uh, people that have no shoes. But they manage to differentiate from their competition. They distorted the market. Very simple. Starting with the more uh, memorable name to their story, uh, story customer service and white selection. Nordstrom's. Nordstrom's is like Macy's. Nordstrom's is like Neiman Marcus. 
Nordstrom's is like Bloomingdale's. Nordstrom's is like JCPenney, like Sears. They sell clothes. All of them sell clothes. But when you hear Nordstrom's, customer service. Amazing customer service, period. Nordstrom's is synonym to good, amazing customer service. They all sell freaking clothes and they pretty much sell the same freaking designers. But a lot of people prefer to go to Nordstrom's because of their amazing customer service. They're memorable. You will remember. So differentiate yourself. And I'll talk again about the cleaning industry. Dude, differentiating yourself, it's not providing amazing and great customer service because you are expected to give or provide amazing customer service. Giving organic products, it's not differentiating. Your differentiation, it's not delivering what they, they hire you to do. That is not your differentiator. I'm giving you a nugget there. Think about it. Don't think too much. Because if you think too much, you have no freaking idea what is your business. So get the hell out of their business. Not really, but you understand. Number three, start a newsletter. Communication. The biggest problem that we have as humans is that we don't communicate enough. We assume pretty much everything. Communicate. Send them reminders. Send them a newsletter with information that is not even relevant to what the hell you're doing. We send our clients and some people in our data list a newsletter that has nothing to do with accounting, taxes, or business management. Nothing. Why would they want to hear something from their accountant or business consultant about taxes, accounting, or business management? That's what we're here for. That's why they pay us. So they hear from us about recipes, events that are going uh, uh, around uh, our area or worldwide worldwide uh, uh, issues, things that might be buried in the news that not everybody reads. Concerts, maybe a link to an amazing YouTube concert that it's buried. Be there, be present. Remember that email is best used for communicating with existing customers and contacts. So build a house email list of subscribers who opt in. That's very simple. It takes time, but you are not supposed to do it. Hire somebody to do it. You are supposed to what? That is right. Be selling and generate revenue. Number four, spruce up your environment. It's very it's very it's very funny when it when we say when I say spruce up your environment because each industry is different and I'm going to tell you a personal experience. My dad used to own several uh, 
Belier and Mars, okay? And it wasn't, they weren't at a very safe area in, in T1, right? So, but, but, but he knew his industry, he knew his avatar, he knew his market. So every four months, he would actually paint the inside of every single establishment. But he would actually paint them a dirty color. Because if he were to paint them at a very clean, vibrant, uh, uh, elegant color, his clients would leave. He did it. He asked. So he painted them back with a dirty color. And he actually painted them at night when most patrons were already, uh, had already left. And when I say night, I mean 4, 5 a.m. in the morning. And then when his clients would come back in the afternoon, everything did not smell too brand new and everything was dry. So he knew his market. He knew his clients, but he kept it clean with a dirty collar. Do the same thing. If you know your clients, if you know your market, if you know your industry, paint the inside of your offices, buy new computers, create new processes, freshen up your logo and or branding. Don't spend a shitload of money on that. Sometimes people don't care. It's just for your personal uh, taste or feel. Build or rebuild a new, your website, freshen it up every once in a while. So they see that you're reinvesting in your business. But the most important thing that you need to reinvest in your business is in yourself, in your knowledge, and on the delivery to your clients. All of this can help you, your company, with a new start. Let's get it on, right? Number five, cement relationships with key customers. It's key to have key customers. And if you know your industry, if you know your business, you're gonna know who are your key customers. And your key customers are not the top paying customers. Let me let that sink in. Your key customers are not your top paying customers you know who are your key customers. It's far less expensive to get a new sell from an existing customer than to go out prospecting a fresh to close a new customer. You know who are those key customers that you can pick up the phone and say, hey, can you send me some referrals? Make sure your relationships are strong. Work on them. Work, that takes time. And it takes time from the time that you're wasting on doing stupid, little, tedious things in your business. 
because nurturing those key customers take time. But those customers will give you new leads, least expensive than marketing. But if you do everything in your business, going to play golf takes all morning. How the hell are you going to recover those five, six hours that you spend playing golf, finishing the stuff to deliver to your clients? Also, don't be cheap in your team with your team. Five, six, seven dollars an hour. Come on, people, please. No matter how long you have been in business, these steps will help you freshen your business and breathe life into a stagnant business. Why am I not selling? Well, let me tell where, where, how much time do we have and where should I start? I'm going to give you homework. Last week I gave you homework. This week I'm going to give you homework. Start preparing a SWOT analysis in your company. Be objective. Don't be biased. Or hire someone to perform and prepare a SWOT analysis for your company. You're going to learn so, 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 so much from that. Your freaking stagnant business, it's going to start moving forward. We are at the fourth quarter of 2020, an amazing year, whether you like it or not, an amazing year. It's time for you to move up your out of that ass and start doing something for your company by knowing your market and your industry, by knowing your company. The most difficult part is going to be to know yourself, to learn who you are, to know what the fuck you want. So if you're interested in having a conversation with us or with me, send us an email. Maybe send us an email, uh, send us a message through social media and say, hey, I want to talk to the shark. I'll give you 15 minutes. And if it interests me what we're talking about, I'll give you an hour. And in that hour, I'll try to help you solve some of your problems. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to be able to solve all your problems in just one hour, but I'll try. I'll do my best to help you solve, solve some of your problems, some of your problems. So visit invictus-advisors.com slash shark and schedule a consultation with us. Maybe some of my, uh, with one of my, my team members, or if you want to talk to me, send, I want to talk to the shark. Maybe you want to say you are stupid. I'll, I'll be open to that. We'll debate. We'll talk. I'll listen because I want to grow. Jesus, play the video for YouTube. So we want to make sure that you are getting all the updates on YouTube when we go live with Lunch with the Shark. 
make sure you're subscribed to our channel. To do this, search for Invictus Advisors in the search bar at the top of YouTube. Click on our YouTube page. On the right-hand side of the page, click the red subscribe button. You will, no, no, you will now get notified about all the videos on episodes of Lunch with the Shark that we upload into YouTube. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for following us. I want to thank you for paying attention. Um, and I hope that all we say here, it's in with my best intention for you to grow personally and your company. Okay. Nothing is personal. I am not badging individuals. I'm not badging you directly. And if I say something directly to you, it's going to be uh, aimed. Uh, I'm going to tell you because we only have the best interest for you in mind. You started a business for a reason. Grow. Do it. Don't be afraid. So because it's Friday and uh, we have nothing better to do, right? Uh, we're going to end up. Uh, this week and today's show with a very, very light quote from one of the not so well-known uh, Greek philosophers from uh, Athens, Socrates, yeah, something light. And he said, the secret of change is to focus all of our energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. That's a light quote, right? Let that sink in. You have the whole weekend to think about it. Why are you fighting? Why are you fighting your to contain and keep your old habits, your old beliefs? Why? Because it's comfortable? Because you're afraid? of the uncertain. We've been afraid of the uncertain for the last six months and look where we are at. Let me rephrase that. Some of you have been afraid of the uncertain and look where you are at. Yes, I'm directly directing it to all of you or most of you. We have not been afraid of the uncertain. And we're moving forward. If not all, but the majority of our clients have not been afraid of the uncertain. And they are moving forward. Have an amazing weekend. Enjoy your family. Enjoy yourself. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.